Hello, I'm John Beasley, and for the next hour, join me at the Little Theatre in Leicester as we celebrate a milestone in a musical movement which, for the past two and a half years, has enveloped the globe and helped thousands of us overcome the isolation and vocal privations of the coronavirus pandemic. That movement became known as the virtual choir The Collective. Its founder, Simon Lukowski, and a growing team of musical and technical helpers brought together singers in living rooms across the world for rehearsals and coaching. They produced a prodigious number of videos. And now, for the first time, well over a hundred of them have been meeting face-to-face for a shared weekend of song. We're recording on Saturday, August the 6th. The event, they've called it The Collective Live, began the day before. So let's meet some of the singers taking part. Waiting for a, a, a sing along to begin here at the collective. How have you been here? At the Little Theatre in Leicester. I, I arrived yesterday morning, that was Friday. Yeah, and I arrived at the same time, so yeah, since Friday. Since Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's been going on? We've had a, a lot of sing alongs, we've had some um, education sh- sessions, some rehearsals. I think the main thing was meeting people and seeing people that we'd seen only on a screen. But um, to actually see them in real life and be able to talk to them has been uh, quite an experience. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of seeing people in a box, you see an actual person. And people have come from far and wide, haven't they? They have, yeah. There's some from America, Canada. Yes. And some from the rest of Europe. Yeah. Some Finns and some Germans. Mm-hmm. you got a friend in me. you got a friend. What's it been like then, actually meeting people? I mean, presumably over the over the over the years, you must have got to know people online quite well, didn't you? Really? Um, the collective started, I think, just after lockdown. Um, I didn't start in the collective till a little while afterwards. Um, so you you meet them online and sort of get to know them online, but then meeting them in person is just something totally different. You, you think you know them already. You know, it's it's like meeting a friend. It's been very strange in a way, hasn't yeah. it? That you feel like you know people, you recognise them. You can even put a name to quite a lot of people, which you can't, probably can't do in real life as well. Mm. Um, 
and yet you don't know them so but you feel like you, you know do. them yeah how long then have, have each of you been involved in the collective and, and I mean, how did you how did you both hear about it I actually can't remember how I heard about it. I was in a couple of other virtual choirs and I think it was possibly somebody posted on Facebook about the collective and I thought, oh, I'll just have a, have a little sneaky peek and see what it's like. And I've been here ever since. I think that was September of 2020, so they've been going a little while. Um, and what was it that, that got you to stay on as compared with those, those other virtual choirs? I've actually stayed on with all of them. Have you? All oh, right. Yeah. How, do, how does the collective compare then? Uh, the collective is just really friendly and inclusive and um, one of their mottos is leave no one behind. So if you've not been able to get to rehearsals, you can always catch up or on, online with the recordings, can't you? And, um, yes, yeah. um, very much do what you can when you can and your best is always good enough. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the mantras have been really really good to try and encourage people to do things rather than taking fright and thinking I daren't do anything. My name is Marge McGugan. I am from the United States, from Crownsville, Maryland, east coast of the United States, right a little north of Washington, D.C., and a little south of Baltimore. Um, and you're now in the Little Theatre in Dover Street in Leicester, which is, which is quite a long way to come for something like this. It is, but it's been a fantastic experience. It, it's, um, I put it, the period at the end of COVID. Now I got out, I flew overseas, and we're done. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's good, to, good to have you here. Tell us about your involvement with the collective then. How, how long have you been singing with them? I've been with them for about two years, maybe a little more, and been working with them online. Uh, started because of several of my chorus sisters. Uh, I sing with Sweet Adeline's chorus, Chesapeake Harmony Chorus in Maryland. And several of them got involved, and they said, come on, come on, let's do it. And I Okay. <laughs> you know, we were in lockdown, so why not? <laughs> and did you know much about the collective? I mean, did you know where it was based? Did you know who was running it? Any, any of that kind of stuff? And how did you hear about it? I heard about it from my chorus friends, who heard about it from their friends, who heard about it from their friends. This is starting to sound like an old 1970s commercial. <laughs> <laughs> But word of mouth really does make a difference in this. It really case. does yeah. with something like that. And especially since we were all in lockdown, desperate for something to do, something where we could sing. And it uh, took a song or two to really get into it. And we're right there. Did you, did you find any of the culturally difficult in any way? Because, I mean, for example, we here talk about um, bars. They talk about measures in the States. Uh, I mean, I, I should imagine that... that joining a chorus that was basically there was a little bit of sort of English lingo to pick up and that kind of thing it, British English lingo. British English I, it's just a matter of learning the translation just like in any language <laughs> and, and what about the songs themselves I mean how uh, how did you take to those 
I love those songs, especially when they did uh, You've Got a Friend in Me. That's one of my favorites from Toy Story. Um, I had never heard of You Will Be Found uh, from Dear Evan Hansen. So once I sang it, it was like, I have got to see that show. I have got to see that show, and I did. Have you ever felt like So, so you, you, you've learned as well. Are you going to take some of these songs back to your uh, uh, your own chorus at Chesapeake? Yes, we're trying to, um, you know, see what we can do. Our director is also a member. She's not a very active member of the collective. And uh, she has kind of been turned on to the idea of doing Broadway shows instead of a lot of sweet Adeline-y type things. <laughs> So we're, we've added quite a few Broadway-style songs to our repertoire. What's it been like then meeting the people in person that you've been seeing online for the past couple of years? Amazing. It's like, you have legs. <laughs> <laughs> you really are six foot 100 or whatever. <laughs> it's totally been mind-boggling and absolutely fantastic. Best moment so far? I don't know if I could give you just one. We're just in the middle of everything. I think the hardest one is going to be trying not to break down and cry on the stage tonight because some of these songs singing with everybody. It's uh, going to be quite tearful, I think. And what are you going to take back with you from this, do you think? I mean, this, this, this whole weekend experience. Uh, I think the fact that we are so much more alike than different. Okay, we may say, say things differently, we may do things a little differently, but we're all the same. We all have hearts, we all love each other, and I think if we could focus more on that instead of some of the other garbage that goes on in the world, we'd have a better world. 
hold that thought. Margie, it's been great talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Who am I speaking to? Ian Walker. Ian, what, what's, what's been your involvement with the collective? I think you're wearing a... a, a, a yeah, I'm part of the music, music team. team. Yeah. Um, I've been, I, I developed the, what we call the collective app, which sits online and lets the singers all over the world know when the rehearsals are on and where they are and how to get there. So you so would know then, how many singers are there around the world that have been using the app? Uh, we know that the app... Uh, since it was first implemented in April 2020, has delivered 2.6 million information requests. Wow! To 68 countries. That is incredible. About 4,000 people. What? What? So how much work was it to put that together then? The app. Um, it was quite a bit, yeah, but it was good fun because the outcome was that we've got people all around the world with different abilities to use computers who've been able to get the information they need and participate in the collective, and end up here today, which is. What, what you do as a software developer is all about enabling people to use technology more easily. So what, it's been good fun. What do you put the success of the collective, or not just here, but around the world, down to then, do you think? I think it came at the right time. We, we lost the ability to sing when the world went into lockdown, and this fitted what people needed because you could do it from your own front room. And we made it so easy, and we have these mantras that we follow, being kind, not leaving people behind, making sure that people get the support that they need to do what they want to do, which is to sing. It does sound like a, a, a very inclusive uh, kind of philosophy behind uh, the choir. Oh, extremely so, yeah. Yeah, we just do not leave anybody behind. You know, if they need help, we provide it, no matter what that help is. That's great. Thanks very much. Where else are you from, by the way? I'm from uh, Slandivno in North Wales. Oh, right. And do you, yeah. do, you, do you sing with a choir yourself outside the collective? I do, yes. Yeah, I sing with a choir called Coastal Voices, uh, which is an a cappella choral community choir. Fantastic. Thank you very much indeed. Lovely. Thank you. Cheers. Okay. Hi, everybody. This is the session which is called Coaching in the Glass. All right. You're listening to The Collective Live, recorded on August the 6th in Leicester for the Chord Radio and Harmony UK podcast. Members of the Collective Virtual Choir, who've only met online during the pandemic, are getting together for the first time. They're at workshops and coaching sessions, and if you are a UK barbershopper, then you'll probably recognise the voice of the coach we just heard start this session under glass. Rhiannon Owens Hall, we're used to seeing you at many a barbershop event, but I hadn't realised that you were so so involved with the collective. Oh yes, I've been I've been involved with the collective from the very very beginning, um, when um, the pandemic struck and we all went into lockdown. Um, I saw that Simon had posted on Facebook to come and join the choir, 
So I thought, yes, I'll, well, I may as well. I'll keep myself going and join the choir because I won't be able to go out anywhere. Uh, my IT skills, as those of you who know me will, <laughs> will realise, they were minimal. And I signed up and then going towards the start date, um, I had a message from Simon saying, will you join the music team? And I said, oh, I don't think I'm up to that, Simon. Uh, I just wanted to be a singer. Um, anyway, there was a group of people, I knew most of them, to be quite honest, barbershoppers, good educators, uh, they knew what they were doing, and we decided that we'd, we'd have a go, and Simon taught me a huge amount, uh, Sharon Rutherford taught me a huge amount, unfortunately she's no longer with us, and we just learned as we went on, and I've stuck at it right the way through, so yes. So when you say learning, you're talking about sort of technical learning, oh, work, working with Zoom, all, all those All of those things. things. I didn't know that I needed to know so much. As a, as a barbershopper, what's, what's been the value, do you think, of a, a, of a choir like this, a virtual choir? Keeping everybody singing. It's the most important thing. The most important thing. And, and many of the, the people who come and joined us when we were really, it was very, very large, and people were saying that they'd lost their voices and they were really worried. So being able to sing in their own room and have tuition, and there has been a huge amount of tuition that's gone through. It's not all about notes, it's about, you know, uh, vocal technique, um, artistry, phrasing and musicality. It's all of those things. We unpick every single song. Um, and they've had that, and we've given them one-on-one -on -one, uh, vocal tuition, uh, vocal skills, and we've had a, a college, we've had a collective college, which was hugely successful. Um, and we've just gone on and on and just got better and better and better. It's been wonderful. Watching you with the coaching under glass there, it seemed a, a, a group with, with very mixed experience. There were clearly some very experienced chorus singers there. I wondered whether there were one or two who'd never actually sung live standing next to a person before. All of them. They had. I mean, there were about. I've not sung with Debbie, with one of the singers. Uh, I have sung with Karen. Um, I haven't sung with any of the others. Uh, they've started to sing together. In fact, they've m met each other this weekend for the first time. But had, had, are there any of them who've never actually sung with anyone before um, in, in, in a harmonious group? As a, you know, because we're, we're all used to singing with different yes, people and meeting yes. new people all the time. No, I don't think so. I think uh, all of them have sang as, as a member of a choir and some people have become more experienced and learned skills and, and shared those and we brought them on to the music team because they have a range of skills that are valuable and um, you know, contribute to the growth of the whole uh, experience that, that Simon has created. What, what have you got out of this personally? I mean, you, you oh. talked about quite a, quite a lot of learning earlier on. Oh, I've learned. I, I mean, you never stop learning. You, one should never, ever stop learning. It's just wonderful to listen and listen uh, and hear what people say and question uh, different techniques, different strategies to use, um, raising awareness of challenges that people have and finding ways to help them one-to-one. -one in a, a group session. I mean, the one thing with Zoom is the lack of synchronic synchronicity. Um, but actually, it doesn't matter um, because they are singing in their own room. One of the things that's been developed in the last couple of months is asking um, a singer to volunteer and sing it live 
on their own so everybody can sing it, but they're singing at home with that and, and, and with the track behind them. And that's taken a lot of strength. And it, they've grown. They've grown as in confidence and, and singing has is, is just opened the window for them in many, many ways, not just vocally, but personally and the people that they've met. Uh, you know, we've, we've not met a quarter of these people before and, and yet you feel you know them because you've been in the room with them so often um, but yes there's, everyone's gained from this Would you like to see the collective continue then absolutely. after this weekend? Absolutely, absolutely Uh, my name's Kerry and I'm from Crawley in West Sussex. Okay, and, and do you sing with a choir down there as well? I do, I sing with songbirds. Okay, and um, just, just tell us about your, your, your involvement with the collective. Um, I decided to just go online once um, Covid hit after being in an accident and um, here I am two years later and we're gathering together from everyone from across the world. I went and travelled from Crawley up to Wales to stay with one of the collective team members, um, Rhiannon, and uh, we travelled down from Wales to Leicester. And, and all this with, um, wait, you're, you're wearing a neck brace, uh, you don't mind me saying that you're, a, you're also in a wheelchair? No, I was in an accident in 2018, two days after Christmas, in a hit and run, um, and it's left me in a wheelchair. So I have um, damage to my spine and my legs. Why was it you particularly wanted to come to Leicester then this, this weekend? Because I should imagine that it's, it's, it's more effort for you to get here than it is for quite a lot of people. Yeah, it's just about coming together. We've spent so much time being in a box online um, and singing together with a mute button. So to come together and have that feeling of togetherness um, and just to share in what we've all felt. We actually get to see each other's legs, to share in each other's emotions and feelings and, and actually to get up on stage together, which I've never done before, so it's going to be my first time. You're singing in the concert tonight? Yes, I'm singing in the concert tonight. I'm looking very much forward to it. I hope it all goes, goes really well. What, what, what did the collective mean to you then during your... Uh, time in in the pandemic because I should imagine it was also a time when you you were recovering from the accident too. Yes it was yeah um, the accident 2018 very end of the year and I spent a year recovering um, was literally just starting to manoeuvre and go outside with friends because I still needed help and support um, and then pandemic hit uh, so I had to stay indoors because I was one of those ones in the shutdown for sort of 12 weeks every time they put us in lockdown um, and then a friend said to me from Crawley they're doing do you hear the people sing why don't you give it a go and uh, yeah that's where I started so I didn't start in the very beginning but um, that's that's where I've come from and, and what was it about the collective that kept you coming back and learning the new songs you just feel like a family everybody's so supportive um, and they just make you feel like there's there's a purpose you know to every day and uh, when you're feeling down and trying to get over things and everybody has troubles behind closed doors and my recovery was about expressing how I was feeling and how I was going to deal with my disability now. 
How do you feel about being here now then? What's it, has it lived up to expectations? Uh, above and beyond. Um, the music team, Simon, putting it all together, the months that, that they've been working on it, the year that they've been working on it. Um, and yeah, everybody's just the hugs and smiles and the photographs and you know the sessions the education sessions and just having that one-on-one as well as the togetherness is just incredible any surprises because i should imagine when you you've seen people online for a couple of years and you meet them face to face it must be uh, sometimes you your impressions must be uh, must be a little different from the reality you have to sort of double check yourself really is that really who you thought it was I've got to say you know because they do look a little bit different from being on screen to in person but everybody's just been so welcoming and sort of coming together yeah and you've, you've been um, you've been marking who's who from baby pictures in, yes. in, in a bit of a competition how do you reckon you did um, not too well but uh, I threw some names down let's just hope for the best <laughs> it's good to see all the baby pictures though well good luck with that and good luck with the show tonight thanks as well. very much good luck to everybody Kerry thanks very much thank Just one voice singing in the darkness. All it takes is one voice singing so they hear what's on your mind. And when you look around, you'll find there's more than one voice. Singing in the darkness, joining with the one voice, each and every note of the and our joy that feels a lot more. One voice would start it on its own. off the theatre now just at the end of a workshop that's been going on let's see if we can get a word with a couple of the people here hello sorry to interrupt 
My name's John. I'm, I'm making a, a, a podcast about the, uh, about the collective this afternoon. Can I just ask your name? Sue. I'm and where are you from, Sue? Um, south, south London. And, and how long have you been involved with the collective? Um, since it started, really. Um, no, I, I wasn't involved in, in um, Do- the White Cliffs of Dover, but the next one, One Voice. What so, was it that, that made it so important to be here then for this, this collective live, as opposed to you know, what you've been doing for the past two years online? I think it's just so wonderful to be able to get together in the flesh, as it were, meet people, cuddle people, you know, actually get up close to people and sing together live rather than in a little box on a screen, for me, anyway. Has it lived up to expectations so far? Oh, absolutely. Tell us what you've been doing. Uh, Everything that's on offer. Uh, We've been going to... um, education workshops we've been having sing-alongs um, we've been just generally meeting people and having fun and finding out about people individually um, it's been great and we're getting ready for the the uh, show tonight and your your friend here is Linda Linda and are you from South London as well yes I am yeah we oh. sing in the same chorus oh right which chorus is that Surrey Harmony oh right okay I think you're the third person from Surrey Harmony I've met here today it's quite a, quite a contingent um, what's it meant to you then this, this weekend here in Leicester it's been fantastic to meet people from all over the world and to sing together and actually to be uh, with the music team as well because we've only ever seen them online before and to meet Simon so yeah it's been absolutely brilliant what is it about the collective that, that, that brings people together in this way then? Because you, you, don't, you don't get this in every virtual choir, do you? No, I think it's because it's been very consistent, very well organised from the beginning, and we've felt included from the beginning as well. It's been because of the way the music team have got together. And we had so many sessions when we started. I mean, it was every day, wasn't it? And we weren't doing any other singing, so it was really brilliant. What did it mean to you then during during the pandemic? Because there was there was a lot to do, wasn't there? A lot of rehearsals. There was a, there were coaching sessions, all sorts of things, weren't there? I found that really very helpful because I live on my own now, and it was just really nice to be part of something. Yeah, that that was really good. There is somebody who is sitting very quietly behind you, and I must go and go and have a word with you. Your name? Hello, I'm Chris. Uh, let me guess, Chris from Surrey Harmony as well. Uh, correct, absolutely, <laughs> yes. <laughs> And have you been enjoying the weekend? Oh, it's been amazing. I mean, the whole collective creation has just been such an amazing experience. And it was a real lifeline in the times when you weren't allowed to see anybody else and you didn't get to sing with anybody else. But as Simon's song says, now we are here standing to, standing together and singing. It's just amazing. You, you will be, uh, in that case, uh, um, uh, somebody who's, who's experienced barbershop conventions, uh, maybe things like the various education sessions that are run by Region 31, mm. maybe Harmony Colleges that are run by the other organisations. How does this compare? How does it differ? Well, there's no element of competitiveness because it's very much that we all follow the be kind to each other, be kind to yourself as well. It's very inclusive and it's just a real joy to be able to sing together and have fun and that transmits it, I think, through the sound. And you got the show tonight as well. Absolutely brilliant. Looking forward to it. It'll be amazing.
The White Cliffs of Dover, the very first song to be recorded by The Collective in April 2020. Well, let's meet the man who started the project and inspired so many of those singers. Uh, Simon Lakowski is a prolific arranger, a quartet singer with the Simple Tones and the Babs Gold Medalist, The Locksmith, and over the years he's directed numerous barbershop choruses and community choirs. So how, I asked him, did The Collective begin? When we had that original lockdown, um, it was clear that we needed to keep on singing. So I had quite a few choirs already. The idea came up that how hard can it be to do a virtual choir? Uh, So I put out on Facebook and said, if anyone wants to join big size virtual choir, uh, they should sign up. Uh, And they did. And I thought we'd get maybe 20 or 30 people. And we got 300 people and within about the space of a few days um, so then we had to put a music team together we had to get people to help me out because definitely couldn't do it alone and uh, and then we kind of started chatting so things like using zoom having kind of live sessions and, and then it kind of snowballed from there really so yeah you say snowballed but I mean did it just happen because you had to do things or, or, or was there a plan um, it, it, there wasn't even really a particular plan at the beginning. It was very much, there's a song that might work. Again, uh, The White Cliffs of Dover was the first song we did, song that I'd um, arranged a few, a few years prior. And that kind of, that song, initially, it was just to sing that song, kind of a song of hope, a song of uh, looking to better times. And, that you know, in a few weeks, we thought at the time, in a few weeks, lockdown would all be over and we'd be back to our normal lives. And... Uh, when it became that clear that wasn't the case, obviously it was like, well, we have to keep on doing the collective until people don't need us anymore. And we're still here two and a half years later. And it grew and grew. When was the first time that you realised that it was it was becoming a, a worldwide organisation? Because you've got people from, what, 30 or 40 countries, haven't you? Yeah, um, I think we are, I think it's 52 countries in total, but I mean, she's absolutely amazing. I think it was actually, it was quite early on, I think it was second song. I think we brought out the White Cliffs of Dover, the video and the audio got brought out for White Cliffs of Dover, and we got a really big influx for our next song, which was One Voice. Um, we had all sorts of different choruses from all over the world, kind of took on the melody line, uh, and we had soloists, and we had, I think by that point, it, it flew up to about 900, 1,000, so it kind of tripled in size over the space of about a week. Um, so it was when we got to One Voice and we saw that we had all these Americans and Canadians and South Africans and, and Italians and Spanish and all this stuff and, and, and Swedish and Finnish and, and it was like, oh, okay. And that was relatively early on and it's, it's kind of, it's, it's continued to have that, that pull over people. What's been the most challenging thing? I mean, looking from the outside, I would have thought that just organising the rehearsals in all the time zones that you do, because you have people from the west coast of America all the way through to Japan taking part in those, don't you? Uh, Yeah, that has been um, tricky. The logistics of it has been really difficult, because even this weekend we've got uh, one of our music team members, Robin, is in Australia. So when we're starting at 10 o'clock in the morning, it's like, uh, like... 10 o'clock at night for Robin uh, and whereas it's uh, two, when it's like 2 o'clock in the morning 2 o'clock in the morning for um, America in the day before so it's been logistically challenging but we've got members of music team all over the world as well that help us out doing all sorts of sessions um, we, we lost count at sessions at about 6,500 so I think we're probably over probably 15, 20,000 Zoom sessions since we started so in all sorts of different time zones you say there was no plan, but the name collective seems singularly appropriate. I mean, you're, 
your music team is how big? Your tech team is how big at the moment? Um, music team, uh, at the moment, this weekend, we've got 26 in person and we've got four of them attending online. So we've got a music team of 30. Uh, there is 58 music team who have been in the music team who are no longer in the music team, who've had to move on and do other things. And, and um, So yeah, so we, we're close to 100 members of music team. I think the tech team, the amount of people we've had in the tech team, again, is 50, 60 people. So our kind of back room... Um, is yeah pushing 150 160 people who've who've kept this all going and are, are they able to input ideas able to put in suggestions about future songs that kind of thing because um, you know you're you're very much the sort of front of house um, face of all this I guess but but it isn't just you is it? no no definitely not just me um, it's from from very early on first song it's very very much a very t- a team effort uh, we, we set off what we called music team leaders back in first song in Dover we had what was called the Dover team and that was just people who were going to help plan it come up with ideas chat about things work out how what we were going to do like giving people feedback on their recordings you know working out what we're going to do what songs how we're going to run the sessions we've 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 kept on tweaking around the edges improving what we do and that's all been music team we've had kind of weekly meetings at some point sometimes and just huge amounts of meetings and the amount of work they've all put in is amazing i'm just like the figurehead they do all the work really
I know that you you have lots of um, sessions and and people that you know can work on improving their own vocal skills and that kind of thing. You said at the very beginning that you are already uh, a, an accomplished singer, uh, an, an accomplished uh, chorus director. You've had various live choruses on the go. What have you learned from this? Wow, um, an awful lot. I think the the main thing I think is is that link between singing and community. And, and the community also breeds to family. I think a lot of the co collective singers who, even if they've not been with us that long, they get that sense of family. And I think that's what you get when you sing in a choir or in a chorus. You get a sense of family, you get a sense of connection and acceptance, which is like nothing else, really. Um, so I think that's the main takeaway from me, is that virtual can be as powerful um, as real life. And you presumably now have a whole new family as well in the collective. I do, it's very strange. You go to different countries and people are, I know you, and it's, it, it's a little bit surreal. Um, but it's, it's a blessing, it really is, having all these new friends all over the world. What's been the best thing for you about this week then? Is it just meeting those people in person? Yeah, I think it's, it, it's meeting them, it's seeing them in person. I think it's l realizing how much it's meant to them and still means to them. Um, and I don't think that can be kind of underplayed. You kind of, I kind of sometimes kind of say, oh yeah, it's just a virtual choir. But it's, it's for them, it, it's, it's been so impactful. It's been something that's meant so much to them. And it's, it's hard to quantify the distance it's made to people's lives. And that's really humbling for what was such a simple, kind of small idea in its infancy that's grown to something that means so much to people. You brought people then through the pandemic. You've uh, given them something uh, which, has, which has really improved life for an awful lot of people, judging by the people I've been speaking to here. Um, is this live meeting then a last hurrah for the collective or does it have a future beyond this oh no again one of our songs are called it's not the end and no it's not the end i think we know that we're, we're probably gonna have a break after after this weekend just give ourselves a little bit of time to reflect and probably have a little bit for me and possibly a little bit of rest um but no we've already we're already putting some thoughts together for what we might sing at christmas uh, so we'll probably do some project-based stuff um so it won't be exactly the same i mean it's not been the same from one song to the next we've always changed and tried to fit ourselves around what our singers need and want at that time um so we're going to continue we'll still be here and um, we've got some ideas and thoughts on what comes in the future so yeah we're not done yet and we'll look forward to seeing what you do next. Simon, thank you very much indeed. Have a great weekend. Thanks very much, John. Take care.
the song It's Not the End. The Collective is already back in action after that break that Simon talked about. Just look for them on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, Look for the Collective Virtual Choir and you'll find them. The Collective Live in Leicester did feel very much like a huge family gathering. And within that virtual family were some members of real-life families who've joined and sung together during the pandemic. My name is Sarah Lake. I am from Pleasantville, New York, which is a half hour north of New York City. And you're here with... Caitlin! Caitlin is my daughter, and she is 14. Fantastic. Well, it's lovely to see you here. Is this your first trip since the pandemic? Actually, this is our first international trip ever. Wow. Yes. Well, welcome to, uh, welcome to Leicester. Welcome to England. I hope you're having a fantastic time. What is it that made you want to make this your first trip? Oh, without a doubt, when Simon announced that he was going to be doing live performances and live workshops, when he announced that in the summer of 2021, we jumped on it. We said, yep. We're there, so we were pretty much saving our money for the trip. And additionally, as I was looking at flights uh, to and from JFK in New York, I also decided we're in England, let's make a vacation out of this. So, you know, there was something really magical about the collective that brought so many people from around the world and to be a part of that experience in person it's something that we really wanted to do. When did you get involved with the, with, with the collective and did you both get involved together? Yes, we did actually. Um, I found the collective through another virtual choir project and we both joined in July of 2020. It was the same day that Simon was doing um, a youth choir portion of the collective. So Caitlin was a part of that first group of youth in that first Zoom meeting, and I joined later that day. It was when he, it was when he was starting. You will be found. That was when we started at the same time. Caitlin, what was what was that like then, joining a, a brand new youth choir from scratch and on the internet? Uh, nerve-wracking but exciting. What was the first song that you did? You Will Be Found from Dear Evan Hansen. And had you experienced singing before you, you, you joined the youth choir? I was doing musical theatre. Oh wow, what, what, what shows have you done? I've done Susical, Peter Pan, Little Mermaid and a bunch of others. So you're really experienced at all of this then? Yeah. What 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 uh, what was it like? I mean, in the musical theatre, I would imagine you, you you're there to entertain an audience. Uh, you've got a lot of people sitting in front of you. When it comes to the to the collective, though, it's all on Zoom. You're all standing in in your own room. Is it is it very different? Kind of, but you would get to express yourself without actually like having to really talk to them. Like not really having to be in person, and like I don't have to get social anxiety by like being there with them. And how does it feel to be with the people that you've met online now, uh, right here in this in this small theatre in Leicester? Nerve-wracking, but very exciting. You looking forward to the show tonight? Yeah. What part do you sing? A uh, mix of alto and soprano. Sarah, what does it mean to you to be to be here with, you know, 
with your daughter? It's indescribable because this is something that we experienced together at different levels. Um, I was in the main choir, she was in the youth choir, but the experience has also been the same because we are seeing people in person for the first time in two and a half years that the whole project started. and. We arrived in, um, we flew into London. We arrived Tuesday evening. We came up to Leicester Wednesday afternoon. And there at the train station are Simon, Debbie, and Donna to greet those that are coming in and just seeing them. It was so, it was overwhelmingly emotional. I mean, Caitlin will tell you I've had more than my share of tears this weekend. It's happy tears just um, wonderful to meet people face to face. It does sound, you make it sound like a, 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 an absolutely fabulous experience. Um, is, it, is it something that you, are, you, you think you're going you're gonna to remember? Is it something that's going to have an impact on you at all? It really will have an impact on me with how inclusive the youth and main collective are. Are you planning to, to, to stick around for other projects? Because I, I was talking to Simon, he says that there are going to be. You can have a bit of a break and then there are projects maybe at Christmas time, that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm definitely going to stick with it. That's fantastic. Well, can I wish you a very, very happy vacation here in England. Uh, I hope that you, uh, it, it, it's everything that you want it to be. We've got nice weather for you. Yes, absolutely, because it's been so hot in New York that to walk in the late afternoon here and feeling that nice, cool breeze, it's something that we haven't felt in a while. So it has been wonderful being here. Well, have a fabulous day. Thank you very much indeed to both of you. Okay, thank, thank you very you. much. Mother and daughter, Sarah and Caitlin from New York, enjoying the English summer weather. Let's hope that all those who attended the Collective Live had the best possible time. My grateful thanks to everyone who took part in the programme, and thank you for listening to this hour about the Collective from the Chord Radio and Harmony UK podcast. Watch out for news of other special programmes on our Facebook page. For now, though, from me, John Beasley, thanks once again for listening, and bye-bye.